listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Coming up, the biggest Australian banking tie-up since the GFC blocked. We take a look at the RBA's latest economic forecasts and the day's market action. It's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 3rd of August, 2023. The Australian share market today closing higher. The S&P ASX 200 up 0.2%. That's despite the market being in the red for much of the session. For more, I spoke with Grady Wolf. She's a market analyst at Bell Direct. I think one of the big stories of the week was that of the Reserve Bank keeping interest rates on hold at 4.1%. And then all all of a sudden we see this sentiment shift with more and more people thinking, hey, 4.1% may now be the peak in interest rates. So with, with that in mind, we also heard from the RBA releasing its statement on monetary policy. It saw it trim its near-term growth forecast while also saying that inflation won't hit its 2 to 3% target band until sometime in 2025. So what's the market now saying about what this all means for where interest rates will go? This is a really important question and there's a lot to unpack with this question and understanding the rate hike and the rate outlook moving forward. Now, before the uh, hold on Tuesday, three of the big four banks had factored in 4.35 as the peak cash rate. Afterwards, though, we have CBA, Westpac and ANZ all believing that the cash rate has peaked. So understanding that, the market is likely to now factor this in and looking at, so they will have factored in that the fact that the peak interest rate is now 4.1%. And they'll be expecting cuts, obviously a hold and then cuts on the horizon. Now, should the RBA go ahead and raise interest rates further to uh, decrease inflation to the target range of 2 to 3%, we'll definitely see a lot of uh, probably detrimental movements on the market and a definite sell-off in the market because investors are kind of in this sticky point right now to see where they get better bang for buck. So do they keep them in term deposits? And some term deposits are offering over 5% return in yields or or do they put them back into the market with a little bit higher risk? So in order to see investors go back into the market and what, what we want to see is obviously three key factors. So interest rate cuts, cooling inflation and earnings growth for the companies. So earnings growth is a big one and that's what we're going to see and we want to see out of reporting season next week. But understanding that the investors at the moment are factoring in the 4.1% peak rate and still considering where to put their money moving forward. The HBC has blocked the planned near $5 billion merger of ANZ and Suncorp's banking arms on competition concerns. What are the implications of this? The ACCC are definitely uh, the the governing body and the bearer of bad news in this case. And so what we see is the banks always are continually looking for places to grow. And ANZ saw, Suncorp, saw the merger with Suncorp as the biggest opportunity to grow, especially in the Queensland market for small to medium businesses and agricultural businesses. Now, the ACCC saw this as saturating and taking a monopoly of the uh, Queensland market, so understandably have blocked it. But what this means moving forward is that ANZ is going to, well, ANZ is still ranked as uh, the, the four, the number four of all of the big four banks. So they're going to need to look for other ways to grow and continue to compete with CBA, Westpac and NAB. But the um, Suncorp and ANZ have 
said that they're going to fight this or fight the um, appeal or appeal the decision and hopefully move forward with the merger. And that would definitely see ANZ better compete with CBA, Westpac and NAB. But understanding that, if, um, if the decision is rejected on the long-term grounds and they won't be able to go ahead with it, then it's a good thing for Queensland businesses and Queensland agriculture because Suncorp is such a vital player up there. And with the removal of Suncorp, ANZ, then it's such a, it's a less saturated market so then no sorry it's more saturated market so then ANZ gets to control and then there's worries about price um, price implications and they get to set the prices so Suncorp being such an important player in Queensland needs to remain as uh, as the key player up there. And finally, um, you know, this environment, we're still seeing high interest rates. Uh, inflation is still at 6%. Um, as I mentioned, the Reserve Bank doesn't see inflation falling until um, uh, 2025 into its target band, which seems to suggest even though the next move in rates may be down, it won't happen for a long time. So rates will stay high for a while still. Where do you see the opportunities for investors at the moment? Interestingly, this week, there's been some key investment opportunities out of China. So any company with, especially for some retailers with exposure in China, we see definite opportunities in the region. So not just locally in China, but any companies that are listed in the US, European stocks that have that exposure, we're seeing some growth in retail in China. So for example, Yum Brands, which is the owner of KFC from America, obviously, they've come out saying their KFC same store sales were increasing in China. Then you have Lululemon, which saw 80% sales growth in China. And then again with LVMH, which is the higher-end luxury retailer brand, um, they're experiencing positive results stemming from China. So any company with exposure to China in the retail front, so food or higher end, are doing really well. But then the middle end ones are actually reporting their sales decline. So it seems to be that the Chinese uh, consumer base with a lot of money are willing to spend it. And obviously, they still love their KFC. Um, And then obviously, there's also the healthcare sector locally has um it's come down about 3.9 percent over the last month and it's been a sector that hasn't really outperformed the market this year as everyone seems to love the tech sector but understanding that if you look at a 10-year growth chart and 10-year chart of all of the sectors on the asx healthcare has outperformed the market over 10 years so there are definitely some opportunities to buy in at the discounted prices right now especially for companies that so like neuron and tillix pharmaceuticals they've got these massive growth potentials and growth runways with these new uh, drugs coming online and getting FDA, TGA approval. So understanding that there is huge growth potential for these companies and earnings potential as well. So with that in mind, there's definitely some opportunities in the healthcare sector at the moment. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.